0: You're listening to a Serena Happy Mind podcast. You can also subscribe to the Serena Happy Body podcast for health-focused meditations and talks, the Happy Sounds podcast for nature sounds, or if you'd like the background on why these meditations work, you can listen to the Serena Happy Life podcast. Close your eyes and allow me to be your guide. Let my voice direct your imagination. Relax your body, and imagine that you are a pilgrim, and you are embarking on your pilgrimage. It is long, long ago, and you find yourself walking through a deep and wooded valley. You can see the mountains rising high into the clouds above. It is a dark and frightening forest that you're in. This is the wilderness that is evoked in the fairy tales of your youth. It is a place of misfortune and monsters, of sickness and fear. But don't worry, we're not going to stay here. We've all spent enough time in this forest. So imagine that your trail has taken a turn, and it switches back and forth and takes you up a steep mountainside. You quickly leave this first valley behind, and before you know it, you have crested a ridge and are making your way down into the second valley. Just picture the scenes as I describe them. Populate them in your imagination with what you see. This next valley appears at first to be totally fantastic. Just off the trail, you see everything that you most desire. Your wildest fantasies are fulfilled in this valley. Look into the distance. What do you see? It'll be different for everyone, but perhaps you might see piles of gold or a vision of your life as a celebrity. Or maybe it's just a nice house and a big car. Maybe it's something more sensuous. But take great care as you pass through this valley, and whatever you do, do not leave the trail. Keep listening to my voice. Keep walking. Don't enter into those memories or fantasies of your desires and dreams being fulfilled. Only a life of suffering can be found in the false hopes of this valley, and if you stray too far from the trail, you may never find your way back. So we aren't going to tarry in this valley any longer either. Hustling along your journey, you leave the temptations of the Valley of Desire quickly behind as you ascend again up to a high ridge. Picture yourself hiking along a sharply rising trail to a saddle along a sloping ridgeline. Imagine, after you reach the ridge, you drop down the trail into the next valley. You see, on each side of the trail in this valley, schools and universities of every description. Shrines to learning and knowledge line your walk in this valley. Telescopes, libraries, lecture halls, scientific labs of every discipline tempt you with their promise of answers to every question and an endless improvement and increase in your power and comfort and control but your pace quickens again. Reason cannot lay claim to ultimate truth, and the promises of knowledge will prove fruitless and endlessly distracting. You mustn't tarry here for long, or the diversions will subsume you permanently into dullness and pride and solitude. The trail ascends again, and before you know it, you have begun your descent into the fourth valley. The weather is becoming progressively worse as you descend. By the time you reach the valley floor, a wintry tempest is blowing full gale. The wind has scoured the landscape so thoroughly that it is laid bare. Strangely, the wind and the cold feel like nothing to you. Amidst the turmoil and topsy-turvy of this valley, you are serene and peaceful nothing seems unusual. You glance off to the side of the trail, and you see an ant flinging an elephant into the distance with ease. You gaze off to the horizon, and a great mountain range transforms before your eyes into a bank of billowing clouds, and then again into a pack of charging horses. You think nothing of it. It seems the most natural thing in the world. The solid, and rational reality you take for granted as being the real thing is but a subtle surface. This surface, like scratches in the sand, will soon disappear. As you ascend to the next ridge, you begin to realize that you have ripped through this sandy surface and left the world as you have known it behind long ago. In the Fifth Valley, you find yourself standing beside someone who appears to you to be a great, Persian king of old. Together, you gaze out across a vast plain. Stretched across the plain are row upon row of unconquered soldiers, cavalry and elephant regiments drawn up on parade. On the mountainside, beside your king and master, you gaze down upon the pageantry of an undefeatable army fitted out with the finest medieval battle gear and ornamentation. Picture that grand scene stretching out before you across the plain. The king turns to you with loving eyes and says, My son, or my daughter, though you be my slave, this army is yours. It belongs to you. Take it. Accept the crown. You hardly hear his words and find yourself unable to care any longer about the mighty forces you have just been handed. Suddenly, you find yourself in the sixth valley. The king is gone. Thinking your journey was nearly done, you are filled with a profound grief for what you have lost. And yet, you find, when you look with your inner eye, you sense that the love you felt a moment ago still fills you no longer see the king, but you still feel the love. All alone, confused, and in unfamiliar territory, you kneel your shadowy self down to rest. You find yourself beside a small pool of water that's perfectly still. You gaze into the water and expect to see your reflection, except looking back up at you is the very king you have longed for. He is you, and you are him. Even before you have time to let this sink in, you find yourself tumbling into the pool and through the pool and alighting like a shadow in the next and final valley. Be perfectly still and quiet and ask yourself, what is the sensibility of this seventh valley? This vast emptiness of the seventh valley has the flavor of love. Unconditional, infinite, and tender. Love, love, love. Listen to the silence. Sense the emptiness. Accept the love.